believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in our beautiful world. Welcome to Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible with myself, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. I'm very excited today because we are continuing with our miraculous uh, healing series and where we're interviewing different people who've had amazing healing stories, whether it is from a physical, mental, emotional, and or dimensional and spiritual um, wounding that has been healed. And, you know, so often we are caught up in our world and we might be feeling stuck or maybe um, lost and are wanting some answers. So please enjoy what you're going to hear today. And I'm going to welcome our guest and I'm going to introduce her to you. Our guest today is the lovely Jenny Kennedy from New Zealand. <laughs> so she's way across the pond for those of us who are in the States. But let me introduce her for you. Jenny Kennedy was diagnosed with incurable stage 3C ovarian cancer in 2012. Determined to find a way to heal herself, she embarked on a journey within to find the answers. In her journey back to wellness, she covered six steps to healing, which she calls Heal-You. Jenny is an intuitive healer, past life regressionist, speaker, and author. One thing to know about Jenny is as she is speaking and channeling information, whether for one person or many people simultaneously, she is clearing blocked energy. She's going to share her personal experience of scientific evidence affecting the body when releasing suppressed emotions and changing beliefs and uncovering beliefs that are no longer useful. Jenny's insight and knowledge are compassionately conveyed to bring about healing at a cellular level. And some of Johnny's, excuse me, Jenny's clients have been virtually instantly healed. So I give a warm welcome from healing in ways you never thought possible to Jenny Kennedy. Hi, Jenny. How's it going? <laughs> and Thank welcome. you. Thank you so much, Dolores, and uh, thank you for having me here today. I'm very honoured to be speaking with you and sharing these wonderful stories of miraculous healings. So, you know, everybody has their story, and would you be so kind to share your story, what actually happened from the time you got diagnosed and everything that you were experiencing? Well, it came totally out of the blue for me. I wasn't sick. I just got, I noticed a, a slight lump down in my lower abdominal region. And so I made an appointment to go and see the doctor. And the first alarm bells, I suppose, were when her reaction, when she felt that lump, she actually went rushing out of the room and said, just a minute, I've got to go and set some wheels in motion. When she came back, I said to her, could this be serious? And she nodded her head and said, yes. Mm -hmm. But 
like most people, because I felt healthy and well on the outside, I didn't really believe it. I just thought, oh, you know, it's just a fibroid or something like that. And she ran some tests and then she left a message on my answer phone inviting me to come into the surgery at the end of the day and to bring a support person with me. And still, you know, the, um, the realisation wasn't there for me. And it wasn't till she said these words to me, I am so sorry you have incurable cancer, that my body just completely shut down. I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk, I didn't hear another thing that she said. And it wasn't till sometimes later that the realisation was, well, if those words had created that reaction in my body instantaneously, what words had actually created some other sort of, um, you know, blockage or whatever in my body. And so I went into this place of being really terrified. And it was on the 10th morning. And at that time between waking and sleeping, when it was like a voice inside my head just said, you are healed. But what happened was my body just completely let go it's like my body believed it it was palpable throughout and what I came to understand because I thought this is kind of weird was that <laughs> because I'm an intuitive I've been an intuitive healer for 10 years so I have a very highly developed intuition mm -hmm. and what happens when we're facing a life and death situation the logical thinking part of the brain can be overridden by the intuitive knowing and also between waking, uh, sleeping and waking, the brainwaves are in a theta state of consciousness. And that's where it's really easy to reprogram the subconscious. So I kind of had two things at play there, that my intuition kicking in and the my brainwaves being in a theta state of consciousness. So that's my first step to healing in my HEAL-U, the acronym I use, and that is to have hope and turn that hope into belief. And so then I, um, the word got around in my town and one of my friends came to visit me and said to me, oh, I know someone who's just been diagnosed with what you've been diagnosed. And she's had her first chemo, but she died. And immediately you can imagine my reaction when I heard those words. Yeah. But she did me a big favour because from then on I decided to be only surround myself with people who believed that I could heal. So that's the E in the heal dash you. Uh, surround yourself with people who will encourage you and support you. Yeah. And so now I had this belief but I still didn't know what I was going to do next. So I went into meditation and I was actually taken straight into the tumour and it spoke to me and it said, well, you look good, you feel good, Jenny, because I did, uh, but we, this tumour, is coming from the inside out. Mm. The healing needs to happen from the inside because, you know, obviously the um, medical people couldn't do anything for me except chemo and major surgery. I had major surgery to give me a few more months to live. And so, yep, okay, 
I'd uncovered this that I had to go within, but I still didn't know how I was going to do that. So I called up a really dear friend who had done a lot of training that I'd done, and I said to her, would you just sit with me while I go into meditation? Mm. And just by putting that intent to be led to the root cause, just it was like a miracle in the moment, I actually was taken back to a memory where, and this memory was very emotional, and what I uncovered that there was two major beliefs that I had held that were kind of driving my life, and mm. that was I wasn't good enough, and I must have done something wrong. And I had experienced emotional, physical, and sexual abuse as a child. And coming from those beliefs of believing that I must have done something wrong, I became a high achiever, a people pleaser, trying to do good all the time. And of course, what it did was put my body on high alert. And my parasympathetic nervous system, that part of us that rests, relaxes and restores, was never, ever activated. So that's my fourth step to healing, to um, get to the, lead to the root cause. And then, of course, there was a lot of work involved in healing that trauma and coming back to loving myself, I suppose, let going of the people pleasing and actually finding out who I am and what I wanted, what I needed for me. So that was the fourth step to healing. And then the dash is to surrender. So to surrender into what is. So it's the acceptance that we, you know, I did have cancer, but it's in the acceptance that the healing can actually happen. And to surrender into all the emotions that arrive, because a lot of people think they get a cancer diagnosis and they've got to be positive. But I've been positive all my life, mm -hmm. and that's why it had got me. Yeah. No, that's, that's uh, so very I, that's very true because, you know, you could sometimes the positivity is a filter that goes over the the things that you're trying to cover up and you never really get to that and dealing with that. So thank you for bringing that up. Continue on. I'm sorry I interjected there. No, no, that's fine. Because the thing is, Dolores, actually my husband said to me ever since you got cancer you've got angry i thought good yeah because really good you know what yeah. let me ask you did you ever get angry before in your you know and and show it or express it i i didn't think i was an angry person in fact yeah. someone said to me i can't believe you got cancer because you're so nice and i was <laughs> saying to myself yeah that that's why I got it. <laughs> so the anger, someone would say something or do something and I, I'd connect with the anger. But from my past programming, I couldn't give myself permission to actually yeah. feel it and express Experience, it. Yeah. it straight down. Well, you know, and I think sometimes when we are in our family groups and you know society in general it's like we're not allowed to express these things because it isn't nice or what will everybody think and you know emotions have been given such a bad rap historically in our in our culture i know here in the united states it's that way and i'm sure you're in a different part of the world and it's maybe the same or different 
it's like we get themes and variations. But the point I'm making is that everybody has been said, you've been told that, you know, being emotional is, you know, especially angry is a bad thing. And, you know, I have to remind people sometimes it's just emotions, they're expressions. There's, we label them good or bad. They're all just, you know, experiences. So it's so important. I agree with you to, to experience your emotions, no matter what we label them as good, bad, or indifferent. Mm, that's, that's exactly right. And the thing is, you know, say for anger, for example, what we, what a healthy way is to actually recognize that we're feeling angry, but then what are we going to do about it? And that's where we find our, our power and speak our truth about it. So a lot of people think anger is when they're yelling and screaming or, you know, I get angry and then I punch someone. That That's, uh, you know, that's not a healthy way to deal with anger. And so many of us aren't taught how to actually deal with anger. So a anger, totally is there's no good or bad emotions. Yeah. 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 So that was a big learning for me is to to connect with the body, you know, feel the emotion in the, in the body. So I am feeling angry. Someone's crossing my boundaries. Um, I'm saying yes, but really I want to say no. Mm -hmm. um, and then once we've felt it in the body, then coming up and expressing it, what do I need to do about this anger in a loving way? Mm -hmm. But the, at the beginning, when I first you know, access that anger, which the cancer diagnosis allowed me to do, I was a bit over the top. And my poor old husband, he obviously wore it because he's the closest <laughs> to me. But it wasn't until I started to, you know, get the skills to actually stay in my power mm -hmm. and express in a loving way what was, you know, why I was feeling that anger. Yeah. What a, so that what was... Uh, yeah. Sorry. I said, what a beautiful, what a beautiful story. Um, and just a reminder how important it is to be in touch with your physical body and listen to it. Because it really has yes. everything we need. And, and, you know, kudos to you for embracing that and moving forward with that. Mm. Yeah, um, it, there was a book I read uh, by Dr. Candice Perth molecules of emotion and what she wrote about she's a cellular biologist and what she wrote about was that every time we have a suppressed emotion so that's every time we you know we're aware of emotion but we don't do anything about it mm -hmm. it is physically stored in our cells so over time there is a propensity for um disease to develop where that emotion's stored and I thought to myself, well, that makes total sense because I got ovarian cancer. Mm. And, of course, our ovaries is where we create life. Well, I hadn't been able to create a life for myself because I was such a people pleaser, mm -hmm. just put everybody else's needs before myself. So that was a big aha moment. And another big aha moment I had when I was reading the book Biology of Belief by Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's mm -hmm. another um, wonderful cellular biologist. And he said, or what he uncovered in his laboratory was it is the perception of the environment that controls a cell. Well, in human terms, perception is the belief. 
So it's what we believe actually controls ourselves. So the minute I had that epiphany that I was healed was the minute my body actually shifted into healing mode and my cells started to believe that. So that, you know, those two books were really valuable in my healing. And the last step to my healing, the you, was to unleash your plan. So for me, I had um, major surgery. I had a third of the chemo therapy that was re recommended just to give me a few more months to live till my intuition had told me I'd had enough. <laughs> I did Qigong, I did yoga, I walked in nature, I danced, I surrounded myself with positive people. But some of that, you know, because I was really, really ill, so the Qigong, I was just using my visualization skills, you know, I was just lying down and visualizing doing it. So, um, you know, it wasn't like I was well enough to do these things all the time. But the mind is so powerful when we imagine it. It's absolutely. Like absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, they were, what was the, said I had no evidence of disease after six months. And I was living in a different part of New Zealand at the time, and I shifted to the North Island. I was in the South Island, mm -hmm. so I had to change my medical team. And I went to a new gynecologist because I'd chosen not to have any more blood tests because they said all they could do is give me more chemo, and I wasn't going to have any more chemo. Yeah. And the new gynecologist said to me, oh, we need to get some more blood tests. And I said, oh, I thought it would have been written in my notes. I don't want any more blood tests. And he overrode me and said, no, 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 we need to get some more blood tests. And I said, I don't want any. He said, no, I need to know where you're at. I was fuming because he hadn't taken no for an answer. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so he was triggering my old you know that old pattern that no doesn't mean no mm. and that sat in my body so defiantly I thought I'm going to show you I'm going to go and get blood tests and show you that I'm okay but that wasn't the truth the my blood cancer markers had shot right back up and they said to me ah oh, you're going to have to go and see your oncologist and start chemotherapy straight away and I said, give me three months. So I did, went away and did more healing, how I had still allowed that man, that doctor to trigger me. Because he could have just said, you know, you need more um, blood results. And I go, no, thanks. And it didn't worry me. But because I allowed him to trigger that unhealed part of me and got angry. And in three months time, my cancer markers had dropped right back down. So it gave me medical evidence of sure. emotions. Sure. Oh, and that's absolutely, yeah. you know, you're you're spot on with that too, because you know, and what a what a gift that was for you to see that, okay, this is you know, I'm being triggered and recognizing it and how you could shift that and change that to something something else. So, so very powerful. Uh, Jenny, thank you so much for sharing your story. We're kind of coming up to the top of our, the ending of our, our segment, but, um, 
you know, how can our audience get in touch with you? I have your, your, um, your, your website that I'm going to just add here. It's at the bottom of our, our, uh, our, our pictures, our lovely pictures of ourselves. This is your website. Um, tell us more about how, uh, the audience can get in touch with you if they'd like to work with you or find out more about you. Well, definitely they can go to my website and there's a list of all my services there. And there's also workshops that I uh, offer and there's private one-on-one -on -one workshops. But from a prayer or an intent that I could find a way to um, heal many people at once to keep the price point really low, I was shown a way to do this. And I've just had my first group healing last week and I'll be doing that every month. So people are welcome to join me for that, which is just $25 New Zealand, which is approximately $15.50 US. And that, that is when I go into the group consciousness and channel through the healing. And that is in past lives and generational trauma, present day trauma, souls trauma that I bring through the healing. And we had our first one, as I say, last week. And it was very, very powerful. I got some wonderful feedback. So our listeners, anyone listening today who would like to join that, please reach out and I will gift you a spot on that, um, on our next group healing, which will be in New Zealand time, Friday, 19th of May. So that will be Thursday, 18th of May at 4 p.m. US uh, Pacific time. Jenny, so just email me and put in the healing free gift from um, Dolores. And Jenny, thank you for that. And, you know, any parting words or advice that you'd like to share with the audience? Oh, yes, I'd love to. Um, recognizing your emotions, learning to love yourself with the many, many people that I've worked with now. That is the underlying thing that we do, is learning to honour, respect and love ourselves. Mm. And thank and you so much for that. What's that? The power of, the power of intent. Do not un intent. underestimate the power of intent. So it's just from me sort of saying, show me how I can heal this incurable cancer that I, bit by bit, I didn't know how it was going to happen, but bit by bit, but we get led to the answers of what our intent is. Yeah. Very powerful stuff. And thank you so much for sharing your amazing healing story and your process with our audience. And I just want to let our audience know if you like what you heard today, I invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at dr.dolorespazino.com. And also, if you are having some challenges being in the present moment, I invite you to get your free meditation. And the link is here, drdoloresfazino.com forward slash free dash video. And this will help you ground into the present moment because many of us sometimes are scattered in all over the place. Either we're thinking about tomorrow, contemplate, 
contemplating yesterday and worrying, worrying and anxiety, and that takes you way out of your physical body. And this is a great way to get you anchored and grounded. So once again, Jenny, thank you so much for being part of our show. And it's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you. You're so welcome. And stay tuned next week for another episode of Miraculous Healing series on healing in ways you never thought possible. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.